This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Arenality on RFM. Kia everyone, my name is Arina Aizal and thank you for tuning in on Otago Access Radio for my radio show and podcast, The Arenality. Uh, firstly, I would like to acknowledge our listeners on Radio Kidnappers in Hawke's Bay, Wellington Access Radio, Plains FM in Christchurch, Free FM in Hamilton, and Coast Access Radio in Horofenoa and Kapiti. So, hello from the needed, and to our international listeners out there tuning into the podcast, hello from New Zealand. So, the Arenality is a platform for women with international backgrounds on their cultural identities, belonging, well-being, and passions in Aotearoa. So, this episode is the 39th episode, which is crazy. Um, so, the Arenality is a weekly show, and it's crazy to think how it has already been 39 episodes because I started in February this year and it's so crazy to think that it's already almost November so yes it is really fast and I feel like the end of the year is like the time where we all try our best to like get everything done um, because we're just really (laughs) done with the year especially this year I don't know why Um, especially after the lockdown and stuff I really wish I can get a fresh start to the calendar which I can't have yet until December until Christmas but yeah it will be a very busy time for a lot of us Uh, right now students are studying for their exams People who work are finishing up what they have to do before Christmas. So, yeah, a lot of things. A lot of planning for next year as well. And I am really looking forward to that. So, this week is also a Arena Reflex episode, as you can tell. I am really excited to be talking about this. I think two weeks ago, I talked about being alone and it's about like learning about learning to put boundaries with yourself avoiding all the distractions things like that and last week's show was about saying no so creating boundaries with other people and it could be people who are close to you because saying no is important so that you know when to step back when to take rest you know and I actually got feedback from some people who listened to my Arena Reflex episode and I'm really happy when I hear feedbacks because right now it's kind of lonely just speaking into a mic and not knowing what you guys look like, whether or not people are listening. But, you know, I do know some numbers of how many people are listening, uh, which is amazing. And sometimes I do get DMs and emails about my show, which I'm really looking forward to get more of um, so that I know what you guys are keen to hear more about. So keep doing that, please. You can email me uh, at aizalarina at gmail.com. Uh, 
or you can message me on Instagram. I'm very active there, so you will definitely find me there. Yeah. So let's get into it. Um, I was hoping today we can talk about circles of relationship, specifically like friendship. This year, this end year, I have there there have been a lot of discussions about this in my thoughts. Like by discussions, I mean like in my head, because I feel like I've moved around groups of friends. A lot of people left. They left New Zealand, so we had to make our relationship long distance. You know things like that. So I feel like it's a really good thing for me to talk about and. I'll also talk about some of the things I practice to organize my relationships, and that's really psychotic to hear. But trust me, it really helps when you know who you actually care about in your life. Yes, so I feel like we should talk about friends because friends are really important these days. Especially for someone like me who has family abroad, so I really depend on having social support here in New Zealand and Dunedin specifically, because、um, I am a introvert. But one of my love languages is quality time and also physical touch. So those are the two things that you need to have. That you need friends with, you know, like for like gift giving, you can do that elsewhere. Words of affirmation, you can send someone a text, but for physical touch and quality time, it's actually the things that you do with people around you. So that's very important to me. And this year as well, I lost a few best friends who had to leave New Zealand. Uh, because they've finished their studies,、um, for example, Tiffany, you might have heard her on the Arnality, and it was a really good one because I interviewed my best friend, and I've never felt more relaxed、um, interviewing someone ever on the show than with her. So if you missed that podcast, you can still find it. I don't remember what number it was, but. Her name's Tiffany, so you can find it there. So, when Tiffany left, there are a lot of things about my life that had to change. We usually go out for dinner a lot. We have sleepovers every month. We would watch movies. We would have like random meetups. Like, hey, are you free tonight? Yeah, let's go. You know, it's really spontaneous and. As of right now, I don't have a friend that I can do that with. So when she left at first, it was really scary for me because I, I lost my person, you know. But I have been talking to people about how I feel, and I got some really good advice from them. They said that you know you're not really losing them; you're just changing the way you have. Your friendship with them, so it might not be like having dinners、um, every week. It would be like on WhatsApp. It would be sending memes or 
sending photos of things that remind you of each other. So things like that. And I think it was an advice I really needed to hear at the moment. And one of the things I did when I was struggling with like recalling who are my actual friends after Tiffany left, because Tiffany would be the f- number one person in the list. But I didn't remember the other people I have in my life um, until she actually left, you know? I feel like it was a time where I needed to reflect on myself and all my relationships. So what I did was I started listing all the people I care about. It went on until... It went on until like 20, so I don't really care about that many people, which is good. Because I don't think I have the mental space to do that anyway. So, at first I listed them down by like numbers, which is pretty weird. But then I realized that actually, they don't really have the same category. Like, there are friends who you talk like deeply with like they know all your secrets right but there are friends who don't know your secrets but you like spending time with them and they make you feel happy and they they're fun you know so I realized that as I was listing them by intimacy there are things that's not being able to be categorized um, and I'm sure you would understand what I mean because there are acquaintances who you like and you care about but they're not your friends and there are people who you rarely see them but once they come in your life it's like you reconnect again and then like a few months they they go and then they come back again so where would you put them because physically they're not really there but you still subconsciously like they still live with you um, so, yeah, so I was looking around um, some, like, relationship circles and categories, and I found this diagram from unitywords.com.au, um, Australia, so they have made, like, a diagram called the seven circles so it's like those onion diagrams where you peel uh, you keep peeling until you find the core you know those kinds and I tried using this and it really helped I I understood where everyone fits in the circle and I know where my boundaries should be with them and I know who I should care more about since they are in my inner circles, you know? So we'll start from the first circle. So the first circle is the Sinta. So it is the place where I put people I trust with my heart and soul. It is the beginning of my tribe. So I'm actually reading from the diagram. So these are not my actual words. But you can find the diagram on unitywords.com.au. So for the inner circle, it's basically like, for me, close family, like my my immediate family, uh, my partner, um, my siblings. So 
they really know me. So they would definitely be in my inner circle, my first circle. And it wouldn't be the same for you. You might not have family in your uh, first circle and that is totally okay. You might have a friend that's in your inner circle and that is totally fine as well. You know, we all have different lives. So it is completely understandable how relationships and family dynamics can be different so yeah so that's the first circle so outside of the first circle it would be the second circle so the second circle is where I feel happy and strong with people in my second circle these are people with whom I have shared values wonderful friends even if you don't always understand each other so the second circle would be friends who you know you hang out a lot with you tell your struggles with you know they know everything about you they know like the things that you're going through and you know the things that they are going through as well so it's like a it's like a safe circle friendship basically and yeah, if I recall, I do have friends who live there. So I am, once I've done all this, all the listing, I actually felt like, oh, okay, I do have friends, you know? So it's totally fine. I'm not only, I am perfectly okay where I am. So the third circle, outside of the second circle, is people I respect who may be friends, family, or acquaintances. Uh, I feel positive in their company. They may be people I'm not as close to, but I still enjoy and feel good about them. And if I if I can reflect, for me, it would be like my cousins, my aunties, my... Um, so not my in the intermediate family, like the bigger picture, people who know me from a very young age who might not really know who I am right now but I still like them because they're family or they may be like friends who I may not share personal things with but I I like having them around so they might be like fun friends who you enjoy going out with having dinner with um, talking about life with but you may not go too deep about what's going on into your life and that's totally fine they live in the third circle so that's okay yeah so moving on the fourth circle is the moving lines so the moving lines is uh, it gives me time to rest to find order this is where i can put people i've just met i may feel that they are moving to the inner circles or moving out so I like that the fourth one is very flexible. So I'm sure you do have people who, you know, they occasionally they come into your life and they make you feel um, close to them. And But they do go away and then they come back again. It's not something like regular. Um, they come and they go, so, but you still like them. So I feel like... The fourth circle is the best place to put them. And I can definitely recall people who fit there because, you know, there may be people who I don't personally want to hang out 
as often, but I do want to catch up with them every three months. So they would they would be there, and it's good to have them there because I don't know. It's just good to have a good social life like that, you know, knowing that you have people outside your close friends who you can talk to. Yeah, so that's the fourth circle. The fifth circle is where I put people who are holding me back. They may have moved from circles three or four to here, a safe distance from my center. The people here are not necessarily connected with the real me. So there may be people in your life who have been in your life for a while and suddenly for certain situations they tend to stray away from the real you or maybe the fact that you don't open up as much to them because of whatever reason or they don't open up as much for whatever reason but they're still in your life and you're still friends it's just that you don't they don't really know the real you and I I love the idea of like knowing about different versions of myself because I feel like I get different versions of myself every month you know every year like I can totally just see a difference of what my values are what my priorities are my personality changes the things I care about it changes really drastically sometimes and that's totally fine for you because you have to live with different versions of yourself in order to grow but some people may not like that so the fifth circle is where they are they can still be part of your outside exterior personality but they don't have to be with you for who you really are inside you know it's totally fine to put them there yes so the sixth circle these are the people who are important to me my career or my social life but try as may i cannot feel comfortable with them i am unable to feel close to them circle six gives me the chance to let go of feelings of inadequacy or to stop explaining myself yes so there may be people who you work with who would be there you know yet because you have to be in a good relationship with people at work or the people who you work with um, whether it be people from outside who come to you for um, the services you provide for example there's no way that you can be close friends with them but they still see you every day so the sixth circle is definitely a good place to put them and it's not just work you know you might like for people in your classes for example if you're studying you might have group mates like you see them every day uh, in class you're not friends with them but you still need to be in a good relationship with them in order to work together so yeah uh, like also knowing that you have people in your social life is important too because they're 
maybe things that you need, like networks you need, you might need to talk to their friends. So having them in your sick circle, it makes you feel a lot relaxed knowing that it's okay to put them there. Um, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person for not putting them in your inner circles. It's just that, you know, the reason why you have them isn't because you care about them and their lives and their inner lives and all that. It's because you have to work with them and that is totally fine. So the sixth circle is where you would put those people. Yeah. Um, lastly, so um, the last circle is the seventh circle and it is the most furthest out. So the distance from the seventh circle from the center gives me rest and release. This is where I place people who have hurt me, angered me or let me down. From here, I can start letting go of painful thoughts and feelings. Wow. Um, so, hey, are you still holding on to some anger from high school, for example? Some people who have hurt you in your life and you're still holding on to them in your inner circle because that must hurt. And I like having the seventh circle as like a place where I can organize those people who may not be part of my life anymore who have hurt me in the past there knowing that they're way far from the real you you have so many people protecting you in your inner circles for them to suddenly hurt the person who is inside you i like how it's a circle because it because how I imagine it is like those people are holding hands and like protecting the person inside the inner circle. Um, so that's really special, a really special way to think about it. For the seventh circle, I can definitely think about times where I were I was involved in groups which I don't feel as belong to anymore. So I have left them, but sometimes they do want to keep in touch with you, but it just hurts to be still involved with things that cause trauma. So letting go of those people would really help you because it definitely helped me with some experiences of my life, um, which dates all the way back from primary school. <laughs> it's um, Life is special, right? There's so many things that you don't want to remember, but it keeps reminding you. But, you know... There is no need to remember these things. You can let them go by focusing on the circles before them. So as you've written the seventh circle, you can definitely think about, like, why are they even in your circle? You know, they, you can just delete the seventh circle and they, they wouldn't exist in your diagram. Because that's definitely something I did. Um, and it's totally fine. You know, you don't have to still be friends with people from primary school just because you went to the same primary school. You don't have to keep talking to your 10-year-old self's 
best friend just because you had that history, but you two are no longer the same people. It's totally fine to let them go for your own sake, you know? Yes. So, um, that was the seven circles, which you can find from unitywords.com.au. I really recommend you doing this. It's definitely helped me to put life into perspective of like people I actually care about. And you know what's funny? Like, you know how you categorize people into the groups, right? You you realize how similar they are? Like, um, especially for the first, uh, the, the second and the third one, the people who you feel good spending time with and the people who share the same values, you actually realize what kind of values those friends have in common. And then, because of that, you realize the things about yourself. Suddenly, you realize, oh, I like people who are good listeners. That's why I'm friends with them, you know? So it really... Um, shows the kind of person you are and the kind of relationships you need so that when you encounter someone who is not a good listener, for example, you just don't bother trying so hard with them because you know they're not the kind of people you want in your life. Um, yes, so I hope that's very helpful for you. It definitely helped me. It was much more better doing the circles the seven circles than just listing them down by numbers um because we have different relationships from people you know so yeah i hope that was fun again thank you for listening for my reflex episode today it was really fun reflecting on this i hope you enjoyed that if you want to give me feedback, please, and please do. It feels really lonely just talking here alone. Um, contact me Instagram at Arena Aizal. Otherwise, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. You've been listening to The Arenality on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.